Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is True Crime Psychology and Personality, where we discuss the pathology behind some of the most horrific crimes and those who committed them from a scientifically informed perspective. I'm Dr. Todd Grande. I have a PhD in counselor education and supervision, and I'm a licensed professional counselor of mental health. Dr. Todd Grande, that's my YouTube channel. Today's question is, can I provide an update to the shooting on the Rust movie set? A second question here, could this shooting justify a negligent homicide charge? First, I'll go through the background in this case, including updated information from my last video, then I'll offer my updated analysis. On October 21, 2021, Alec Baldwin was acting in a low-budget Western titled Rust. He was also one of several producers of the film. The movie was being filmed on the Bonanza Creek Ranch outside Santa Fe, New Mexico. The character Harland Rust was played by Alec Baldwin. The crew was working on a scene in a small wooden church where Harland has to shoot his way out after being cornered by a sheriff and a U.S. Marshal. There had been some labor problems during the filming of the movie, including on this day. Several of the union crew members had actually left that day, and they were replaced by non-union crew members. They had been unhappy about a variety of issues, including the fact that they had to drive from Albuquerque because the production company would not pay for a hotel, and they were concerned about poor safety conditions on the set. There had been at least two unintentional discharges of firearms five days earlier, on October 16. At 12.30 p.m., everybody took a break for lunch. A van transported the crew to a catering tent. The firearms and ammunition that were being used in the movie so they were being used as props, were supposed to be locked in a truck on the set. But some of the ammunition was left on a cart outside that vehicle. When the crew returned from lunch, the prop master opened the safe and handed firearms to Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, who was the head armor. This is the person responsible for the firearms and ammunition. At this point, Gutierrez-Reed selected a Pieta Long Colt 45 caliber revolver, and handed the weapon to Dave Hulse. He was the assistant director and also had responsibility in terms of firearm safety. This particular weapon was a single-action revolver, which means that the hammer is cocked to rotate the cylinder and the trigger is pulled to fire. Pulling the trigger will not rotate the cylinder and pull the hammer back in one action. That occurs in a double-action revolver. There are many different types of cylinder configurations and revolvers. One of the most well-known in movies is the swing-out cylinder. There are also break-action revolvers. This revolver I'm talking about here is not one of those types. Rather, it has a cylinder that does not swing out. It is always in the frame of the pistol. The weapon is put in a half-cock position, so the hammer is partially pulled back as opposed to being pulled all the way back. 
An ejector rod mounted on the barrel is used to eject each spent case one at a time. The cylinder has to be rotated to align each chamber with the ejector rod. So it's actually quite difficult to load and unload as compared to a weapon with a swing-out cylinder or as compared to a break-action revolver. The safety procedure was such that Gutierrez Reed was supposed to show the weapon to Dave Halls. He was supposed to check the barrel for obstructions and have her open the loading gate of the revolver and spin the cylinder so he could examine the contents of each chamber of that cylinder. Dave Halls told detectives that he could not recall whether Gutierrez Reed rotated the cylinder so he could examine every chamber. He also told the police that he should have checked all the chambers, but he did not. Baldwin was handed the revolver by Dave Halls, who incorrectly announced the gun as cold, meaning it did not contain a live round or a blank. Baldwin did not check the weapon and was not aware that there was a live round loaded in the revolver. Baldwin was seated in a church pew and was supposed to be practicing drawing from a shoulder holster and pointing the weapon toward the lens of the camera. This type of draw that Baldwin was attempting is referred to as a cross draw. So he was reaching across his body and retrieving the firearm from the other side. This is often seen in situations where the person drawing the weapon is seated. At 1.48 p.m., Baldwin drew the revolver and pointed it at the camera and the cinematographer, Elena Hutchins, who was behind the camera. He fired a single round, which mortally wounded Hutchins. The bullet passed through her and injured the director, Joel Souza. It is not clear when Baldwin pulled the hammer back. The hammer may have been pulled back as the gun was resting in his holster, or he may have cocked the weapon as he drew it. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Something is creeping in. Don't follow it down. Let me introduce you to Barry Clue, an authorised financial advisor from New Zealand and a very special kind of stain on humanity. He was a very uh, knowledgeable young guy. He was a registered financial advisor. The type of guy that was bending over backwards to help you. Now, you could be forgiven for thinking that Barry sounds like a great guy. And you'd be right. Well, right up until the point when you're wrong. It was all fictitious. You stole from my son, who has a disability. Chris never knew. He died believing that we're all taken care of. A psychopath is somebody who lacks empathy, acts impulsively. I think there's a strong case that Barry might be all of those things, actually. To find out how Barry Clue stole over $15 million from 81 victims, subscribe to Clueless, the long con. That's Clueless, spelt K-L-O-O-G-H-L-E-S-S. At the time making this video, no charges have been filed. Alec Baldwin called the shooting a one-in-a-trillion event. He said that he was interested in talking about limiting firearms on movie sets. Here are a few of my thoughts about some of the new items of information that became available since my last video on this topic. Item number one. In 2019, Dave Halls was fired from a movie after an unintentional discharge occurred on the set. 
one crew member was injured. Item number two, a key grip working on a movie titled The Old Way claimed that he saw Gutierrez Reed discharge two weapons that she was holding. Apparently, the discharges were unannounced, which does not mean they were unintentional. As I mentioned before in my last video on this topic, Gutierrez Reed also mentioned in a podcast that she was worried she didn't have enough experience to be an armorer. Item number three, it's apparent that the crew on this movie set had an astounding lack of knowledge about firearms. Just like any piece of machinery being used to make a movie, they were responsible to understand how the weapons functioned. Just a few examples of the lack of knowledge. Dave Halls told detectives that Gutierrez Reed was supposed to open the hatch of the revolver and spin the drum. I think what he means here is that she was supposed to open the loading gate and spin the cylinder. I can understand why somebody would use the term hatch if they don't really understand the weapon, but I don't know how he came up with the term drum. A drum magazine is a specific type of magazine used in other weapons, not in revolvers. Maybe it was a musical reference. Like he would say, here's a revolver, hold it by the trumpet, and watch where you point that guitar. His choice of terms really doesn't make any sense. Another concern would be the use of the term misfire. Reports indicate that several crew members use this term to refer to unintentional discharges. A misfire is when the trigger is pulled, but the weapon does not fire. Often this is an ammunition problem. If the weapon is discharged when the operator does not intend it to be discharged, the correct term would be unintentional discharge. Item number four, the police have confirmed that a live round was used in the shooting. They do not believe there was a bullet lodged in the barrel. Rather, one of the cases in the firearm was from a live cartridge. So prior to the discharge, there was a complete cartridge in one of the chambers. It had a bullet, powder, primer, and a case. So this was not a complex shooting like we saw with the movie The Crow, where there were multiple points of failure and a bullet became lodged in the barrel. This was simple. Somebody loaded a live cartridge in the weapon. Live cartridges should not have been on the set, but even if they were, why would somebody have loaded one into the weapon? There are unconfirmed rumors that members of the crew were using the guns with live ammunition earlier that day, presumably for target practice. Here's my theory about what happened in this case based on the information available right now. I think that somebody brought live ammunition onto the set in order to have some fun with the firearms. They didn't understand how to operate the weapon, so they accidentally left one live cartridge in the cylinder. The whole business with setting the hammer to half cock, opening the loading gate, spinning the cylinder, and using the ejector rod was just too complex for them. Both Gutierrez Reed and Dave Hulse failed to properly inspect the weapon. Alec Baldwin failed to check it as well. He pulled the hammer back so the weapon was ready to fire, pointed it at a human being and at a camera, and pulled the trigger. Moving to the last question, should this incident result in criminal charges? As I mentioned, at the time making this video, there have been no charges. Everybody is presumed innocent. Here are my thoughts about charges. It seems very clear that no one intended for anyone to die. So first and second degree murder would be off the table. This brings us to the area of negligent homicide, like manslaughter. According to the law in New Mexico, manslaughter is the unlawful killing of a human being without malice. There are two types, voluntary and involuntary. Voluntary manslaughter is committed upon a sudden quarrel or in the heat of passion. That would not apply in this case. 
Involuntary manslaughter is committed in the commission of an unlawful act not amounting to a felony, or in the commission of an unlawful act which might produce death in an unlawful manner, or without due caution or circumspection. It is a fourth-degree felony punishable by 18 months in prison. It is reasonable to believe that involuntary manslaughter may apply if failing to check to see if a weapon is loaded would qualify as lacking due caution or circumspection. Everything is hinged on that particular point. What does it mean to exercise due caution and circumspection? In my opinion, Gutierrez-Reed, Dave Halls, and Alec Baldwin are all vulnerable to being charged with involuntary manslaughter. I think the case against Baldwin would be difficult to successfully prosecute because he's an actor and it wasn't necessarily his job to check the weapon. It still doesn't make any sense that he would point it at a human being and pull the trigger, but I could see a jury giving him a pass. One could argue that Baldwin was also a producer, but that gets more into a civil liability area. As far as Gutierrez-Reed and Dave Halls, I think a conviction would certainly be possible. Again, it's all about the interpretation of due caution and circumspection. So they may be in some trouble. A woman lost her life on that movie set. The justice system needs to hold people involved in her death responsible for their actions. This has been True Crime Psychology and Personality from Ars Longa Media. This content is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Ars Longa, Vita Brevis. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.